0: This is Advanced Autonomy, I'm Luke Renner. Today we're gonna discuss the problem with the trolley problem. The trolley problem is an ethical dilemma common to the self-driving space. Here's how it works. There is a runaway trolley barreling down the railway tracks. Ahead, on the tracks, there are five people tied up and unable to move. The trolley is headed straight for them. Now you are standing some distance away You're off in the train yard and you're standing next to a lever. If you pull this lever, the trolley will switch to a different set of tracks. However, you notice that there is another person on that side track. So the trolley problem asks you to choose between two options. The first is do nothing and allow the trolley to kill five people on the main track or pull the lever, diverting the trolley onto the sidetrack where it will kill one person. So which is the more ethical option? Or more simply, what's the right thing to do? My guest today, Ben Landon, hates the trolley problem. He thinks it fails to capture the true ethical dilemmas that we find in the self-driving space. And also, the trolley problem makes a lot of false assumptions about how self-driving vehicles make decisions. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. The trolley problem, the problem with the trolley problem, and some alternative ethical dilemmas we should be asking instead. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the show. Hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, so... So I gave our listeners an outline of the trolley problem. And I think
1: before we dive into the ethics of autonomy, I thought I'd ask you, what would you do if you were standing by that lever? I am essentially a hyper utilitarian. Okay. So so you would pull it? No question. Yes, I I would.
0: So the trolley problem is a pervasive ethical dilemma in the self-driving car space. Wired, Forbes, VentureBeat have all written about it. Famous think tanks like Brookings have weighed in. And I know that it's a frequently asked question on the festival and autonomy conference circuit. So my question for you is, why do you think this particular dilemma has such
1: resonance in this space? It's really easy to latch onto as a problem that everybody understands and feels strongly about, because we're talking about the the value, assigning value to life here. So the stakes are really high the stakes are very high exactly it's also a problem that you you don't mm-hmm. need to be an expert to weigh in on the trolley problem everybody's opinion is just as valuable as the next person's because it's mm-hmm. a it's a humanitarian question and so it's it's interesting to explore and finally it is the type of question that does not have a right answer it is the type of thing i i equate it to like large political issues there will not be a majority that agrees that this Mm -hmm. is the right way and so it's really fun to argue about it and it's very difficult to change anybody's minds so when you combine all those things it's really easy and fun and interesting to talk about yeah but you said you hate it i have a love-hate relationship with the trolley problem as it's applied to autonomous vehicles i hate it for two reasons one is the assumption that in the real world, we can create this omniscient snapshot that enables us to ask the questions that the trolley problem experiment asks. A okay. second issue is that even if you assume that you have this level of omniscience where you know everything about everything in the scene, that you can then actually act in the physical world in a way that is guaranteed to result in the outcome that you have tried to optimize for. Both of those, I think, are absolute fallacies. Right. So in the case of the
0: trolley problem, like it posits that you know you're going to kill another person. And really, what you're saying is
1: that there's a lot of uncertainty and we're going to bring that uncertainty
0: to AV decision-making as well?
1: Exactly. So it actually goes beyond that. So that's one level of it. And you can really think of uncertainty that exists in every... Module within the AV stack mapping and localization, perception, path planning, decision making, and ultimately actuation. So you described the uncertainty that can occur in the decision making and path planning areas. That's one element. Then you have the perception element, for instance, which is to say, do I even have certainty that I'm populating all of the actors upon which I'm making my decisions with 100% accuracy? And the honest answer is no. But for me, the trolley problem really gets at this idea of choice, right? Do you proactively
0: choose to harm someone to save lives or do you passively choose to do nothing and, and let the world burn? But you know, self-driving cars do have to make decisions all the time. So just maybe you could give us a little context about that and
1: tell us how autonomous vehicles actually do make decisions. Yeah, so step one is Sensory data comes in, camera, LIDAR, radar. We don't need to get into the details. What is important that comes out of that is the object level and 3D understanding of the world around the vehicle. That's you doing your best effort to build that information that is fed to us in the trolley Mm -hmm. problem as known. It's Mm -hmm. not known in the real world. Our perception system is doing its best job to build that up. Then you take that information and you do a lot of processing on it from deep learning to other methods to then connecting time series data so that you don't just have a snapshot, you actually understand how things are moving. And then when? And then you start to plan the path based on your goal. In the case of autonomous vehicles, as we know them on the road, that means I'm trying to get to my destination. I'm trying to do it safely. Mm -hmm. So like I mentioned, you can propose thousands of candidate paths there are various different algorithms and approaches to choosing the right one, but you're primarily choosing a cost function that is that optimizes for being the safest, the fastest, whatever it is that you want to optimize for. Got it. So the AV takes in information, processes it,
0: and then uses that information to chart a course based on the priorities set by the system. That explanation really surfaces one of the reasons why I think the trolley problem is so resonant, because it's about setting those priorities. Now, you mentioned that one of the priorities could be speed, one of the others could be safety. Uh, What can you tell us about how AV developers are thinking about safety?
1: The bottom line with AV safety is less accidents. So people tend to key in first to to the human errors, because that's what's seemingly easily preventable by making decisions with the machine instead of Mm -hmm. with humans. So that addresses ninety five to ninety six percent of accidents that's when people start thinking about trolley problems because they assume well if there's a remaining five percent of accidents that still occur, that means that you know some force majeure created this accident. I think this really gets at the crux of one of my issues with the trolley problem, which is that people assume that remaining five percent must be trolley problem-like scenarios in which an accident was unavoidable, a tough decision needs to be made. I would push back on that to say AVs are not only going to solve the 95% that is directly attributable to human errors, but that those 5% that still occur would be preventable with better driving leading up to the point at which you say, from here on out, an accident could not have been avoided. Mm -hmm. AVs can can address these issues from the fact that the system just is safer and more preventative in its driving, from the fact that the AVs might be fleet managed, meaning that they are maintained better than Mm -hmm. a consumer might maintain their own vehicle. And then I would posit that that remaining 5%, that a lot of those accidents actually get addressed. And that then the trolley problem really only applies. And by trolley problem, I mean something crazy happened, I have to hit something. Mm -hmm. That's really only going to apply in a tiny, tiny portion of driving scenarios.
0: So I get what you're saying. The, The trolley
1: problem represents really a false choice
0: because for someone to actually get to that scenario of having to make a life or death decision, you know, between five or one, a lot will have had to have gone wrong already. And a lot of capabilities that will come with the rise of AV will lead to the prevention of these types of worst case scenarios in the first place. So with that in mind, I wanna transition then to some of the real dilemmas that this industry is facing. I think when you layer capitalism into the development of autonomous vehicles, I think a lot of industry innovators are setting other priorities. Um, You know, some of these priorities are related to the vehicle themselves. Others of these priorities are really related to being the first to market. So in light of some of those kind of economic and market forces that are driving the development of the space, what do you see as some of the real ethical dilemmas we should all be thinking about?
1: I do think that many of the more pertinent ethical dilemmas are of the socioeconomic variety. So for example, what happens when one company clearly has a better or in other words, safer Mm -hmm. autonomous system than another. Now there are parallels to this. Like there are vehicles out there that are better and safer than others. The difference is that we as people who are in control buy vehicles that are safe enough, they all have to pass some safety standard. So Mm -hmm. whether we want to spend extra for the extra safest one is our choice. And then quite a lot of responsibility. And ultimately in the case of wrongdoing, culpability falls on us as the users. It's very different when I get into a vehicle that's provided to me by some other company over which I have no responsibility. And I put my life in the hands of that vehicle and I put the lives of everybody around me in the hands of that vehicle. And you're talking in the case of a robo taxi, right? Yeah. In those cases, at what point is it unethical to say, hey, we know it's a capitalistic economy that we operate in. You as a company can offer your autonomous vehicles, but one is clearly safer than the other. Mm -hmm. And is it ethical to incentivize people to use a cheaper solution that's less safe when they have no control over what it does. And I think that's a really difficult question to answer. And it begs the question of, does this have to be a winner takes all market then? Because it's our moral imperative to force everybody to use the safest AV solution. You can see how this goes and goes as you pull this thread. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's just one of many socioeconomic issues we'll be wrestling with. The socioeconomic issues I think are ones that we need to start thinking about. For example, are we building AVs in a way that they are going to exacerbate the wealth or income gap? Uh, like look look today at how transportation is used demographically. Higher net worth individuals tend to own their cars. Folks who are lower earners, in many cases, can't justify owning a vehicle. They take public transport. And what a lot of people are talking about that AVs would enable is, like, look at me right now. I live in the Silicon Valley because I've worked here for several years. It's very expensive to live here. What if I could move into the Sacramento area, buy a house that costs a third of what my house in the Silicon Valley costs? and do that because I don't have to drive two hours back and forth to work anymore. I can order an AV with a bed in it that takes me to and from my job at four in the morning because I can go ahead and sleep there. And now I've just pocketed a bunch of money. I've convenienced myself, I'm paying a bit of a premium but it's nothing compared to the money that I saved on real estate. Mm -hmm. Whereas the person who is taking the bus because that's what they need to do to make ends meet doesn't really have that option, right? So it's widening that that wealth gap. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And I think for sure it's something that we're gonna be wrestling
0: with as things become more autonomous, not just in vehicles, but in the rest of our regular lives. So we're almost out of time here and I'd like to finish with what I think is the biggest ethical dilemma this industry is facing. To provide our listeners with a little context, um, in March of 2018, A woman was killed by a self-driving vehicle in Arizona. So an investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board found that the system detected the pedestrian 1.2 seconds before impact. However, it didn't take any emergency action because it was actually programmed to wait one full second to calculate various options and alert the human driver to take over. So apparently this was designed to minimize false alarms and to keep the vehicle from hitting the brakes unnecessarily. And for me, that is an ethical dilemma, right? The counterargument, though, is 1.35 million people die in vehicle-related fatalities every year. So, I mean, why shouldn't we be doing everything we can to keep those people safe?
1: So going back to what I said in the beginning, I'm hyper-utilitarian. I believe that if by deploying autonomous vehicles, you can save one life. I say release them. That's my belief, and this is what's th- this is one of the reasons why the trolley problem can be argued from, you know, till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. There are other people who believe, no, now it's a robot, it's not humans. We know humans are fallible. We forgive ourselves for being fallible. And mm-hmm. people have largely arbitrary burdens of proof that they expect machines to have if they're going to replace humans. So yeah, an, ar- an arbitrary one that is convenient because we like round numbers is like you should improve by an order of magnitude, you should be 10x safer, you should be able to reduce fatal accidents by 90% before we allow autonomous vehicles to proliferate, mm-hmm. to which my response is why? Yeah. yeah, I'm hyper utilitarian. So I think if you're saving any lives, you're doing a service to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's at the heart of the, the first level of the trolley problem. Is it worth taking action to try to save certain lives opposed to others? Ben, I appreciate the time. Thanks for coming in. I know it was last
0: minute, and I'll see you next time, okay? Thanks, Luke. The Advanced Autonomy Podcast is hosted and produced by Luke Renner and is brought to you by Sinjin. Sinjin's versatile autonomous transportation technology brings advanced self-driving capabilities and enhanced data insights to the vehicles you already own. Learn more by visiting CYNGN.com.